You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G, J-Rod, Jim Rodriguez with uh, with us and with you guys on a Monday here as we look forward to college football week number one coming up in a few days. And, of course, NFL week number one just 10 days away here. We're going to get to Bob Nightingale in a few minutes of um, USA Today and, of course, one of our Odyssey MLB insiders. But just interesting stuff here, J-Rod, just listening to uh, our last guest, Mark James, talk about Ohio State, Notre Dame, he loves Ohio State in that game. And he also really liked Utah. It's interesting because isn't it interesting when you look at the top three or four, right? We have Notre Dame, excuse me, we have Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia. Nobody knows who that four team's going to be. You mentioned earlier, it feels like a foregone conclusion. We get Alabama, Ohio State at the end, and we probably will. But we've talked to so many guests on this show the last couple months. People have told us Texas, Utah, like no one has a handle on who that four teams going to be, I don't either. I think Utah, but I mean, who knows? They could lose to Florida on Saturday. I don't know who that four team is this year. Yeah, it's so weird. That fourth team has has always been like like a special guest. You know what I mean? Like it was Washington, yeah. it was Notre Dame, it was Cincinnati. You know who is it going to be? Who's going to be the the you know, kind of like in the WWE? Who's coming out of that Royal Rumble again in, in, into the cage for that in that fourth spot? Listen, I mean, everyone I, I I've heard. And on this network, I've heard Oklahoma. I've heard Clemson is is on the way back. You know, I've even heard, to your point, I've even heard Texas. I heard one wild, SC could be in in the mix again if all of a sudden things could break right for them with Lincoln Riley. You know, I think this is Utah's spot this year to lose. And it starts in the swamp. I think they have to not only defend their school, their reputation and the Pac-12 conference. I mean, this is such a monumental weekend for the Pac-12, both with Utah playing Florida and Oregon playing Georgia. We we know we, we pretty much figure that Oregon's going to lose against Georgia, but there are many that believe Utah can beat Florida, and if they don't, I think it's crushing for the Pac-12. Crushing. Yeah, I do too. It's because it, it changes everything for them. It, it puts them back. Like, oh, they're in a different level. That's why you know their best teams are leaving. You mentioned USC. Let's talk about them for a couple minutes, J. Rod. USC gets Lincoln Riley, and you know, right now you look, depending on where you look for to win the national title, they're the fifth favorite to win the national title. I mean that that puts them right below the standard. It means they could make the playoff. They're 20 to 1, at least at one book, to win the national title. It feels to me like a lot is being put on year one right away from Lincoln Riley. Now, if you ask me, do I think this is going to work? I do. I think Lincoln Riley is going to turn USC into an offensive powerhouse, just like Oklahoma. But it might take him five minutes. I mean, we're expecting this on day one. I, I'm not sure if he could pull this off right away and have this team, you know, 
10 and one or, or, you know, 10 and two or whatever by the end of the season. That, that feels like a lot to ask. I mean, this team was awful last year. I mean, awful. So to all of a sudden make that big of a jump from three, four wins to double figures is asking a lot. But again, I think that's what that's why Lincoln Riley took all that money to go to LA to go to D. I remember this this is this is a great recruiting background. We talk about a lot down here in South Florida. There's, there's so much, you know, talented blue chip same thing in california people want to play usc because usc is hollywood it's la it's national television you know they're not on pac 12 after dark you know they're on prime time in usc they obviously the you know going over to the to the big 10 so i think usc has got lots of potential i think they're a crazy wild card in this and i of all the other schools that we talked about i think they've got just as good a shot as any because of this conference of you know it how good is the Pac-12 going to be? We know Utah is going to be a factor. We know Oregon. We don't know if Oregon is going to be good. USC, UCLA, Washington, the Arizona schools. We don't know what's happening there. I think USC could really make some hay here. I do too. Um, it, it just There's a chance it happens. I just feel like it might take them a few weeks and maybe they drop a game or two and all of a sudden um, we're out of the mix for, for this year. But they're interesting. The other one, J-Rod, that you mentioned a few minutes ago and is being talked about a lot is Texas. Sark is there now. It seems like they're back in terms of recruiting. I mean, they got the Manning kid coming in in a couple of years. Quinn Ewer yeah. is going to start week one for them. Bajon Robinson is one of the best running backs in the nation. But how many years have we done this where Texas gets preseason hype and they stink? I mean, this, is, this has been going on since Mac Brown left. It's been going on over a decade now. I need to see it to believe it with Texas. Yeah. And, and, you know, Texas, obviously in the big 12, their over under is eight and a half. They had, they won five games last year. So do you think in that big 12, they can get to nine wins? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, with, with Oklahoma's and Baylor's and, you know, and, and, and the Iowa States, you know, even the Texas techs and the, and the Kansas is, you know, we, we don't, we don't know what's where, where, where that can be. Uh, but the, the time is certainly now. And we talked about it a little bit yesterday on bet nation. It, it's like, how long, has it been, you know, for the Texases, for the Nebraskas, for you, even here in Miami, they had they had a little bit of a blip in, in 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 the Mark Rick era, but we've almost forgotten. You know, you almost you know you take like the kids my age, they have no idea that 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 Texas was a powerhouse, that Nebraska was a powerhouse. You know, they've forgotten about that, and that's crazy that that with the money and the boosters and the recruiting that they've allowed that to happen. Yeah, and and you think about it like for kids. I think we, we I think we kind of think of this in terms of like, oh, it wasn't that long ago. But you're right. Like if you're a 16 year old and you're trying to make that decision, where am I going to school? Is Texas cool anymore? Is USC cool anymore? Like if they win, sure. But, it, you know, 15 years ago, that's where everyone went. I mean, if you go back and look at the rosters, remember that title game when Vince Young beat USC? Half those teams went to the NFL. I mean, those teams were loaded yeah. with NFL players on each side. And now... Now, maybe these maybe it changes now, right? Maybe they're on the way back. Maybe USC and Texas, maybe they're on the and maybe Miami. I mean, you're down there with that situation, but it's gonna take a lot of good coaching and it's gonna take a couple of years of winning, and then all of a sudden, then you can get those recruits again. Here's the scary part, you know, and 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 I I I'm close to it here in Miami. You know, they 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 bring out the 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 Ray Lewis's, the Ed Reeds, the Michael Irvins down here in Miami. There are people down here. I've talked to, to kids who know Michael Irvin as, oh, that announcer 
forget the guy that went to Miami, forget the guy that played for the Cowboys, the announcer. So, so a, there's that disconnect of, of they don't know who these guys are. You've got to win today. You've got to yeah. win now. That shelf life is two years, three years. You're not recruiting guys because The Rock played at Miami, you know, or Vince Young played at Texas, or, you know, or Matt Leinart played at you. Reggie Bush played at USC. Oh, that announcer, Reggie Bush. You've got to win now and you've got to turn it around quick. All right, so now that we touched on it, what, what's your thought? What do you think about Mario Cristobal? What, what are people saying down by you? Because this is it's a big deal. They brought him in to fix this thing. Another this this feels like the best coach they've had in a while, at least on going into the going into the whole process. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm I'm reading the articles and I'm hearing the sports talk radio and it's almost feel like they've edited the name Manny Diaz and put in Mario Cristobal. It, I, I'm hearing the exact same things. This is the guy. He's one of us. He's, he's a local guy. But it's the now huge difference in that Mario Cristobal had wanted FIU. He wanted Oregon. Manny Diaz had never been a head coach before. He, he, he was at Temple, but never even coached a game. So there's that difference. But it's it's the exact same narrative. Now, I think what Mario Cristobal brings to this team is there's an instant kind of like, because Manny never went to the University of Miami. Manny went to Florida State. You know, Manny's dad was the mayor in Miami. That's his connection here. You know, Mario which is a powerhouse in Miami, played for the U, won a national championship for the U, and then went and did it at other schools as a head coach. So that's the big difference, even though the narrative is still the same. And there is a sense of sort of a, a toughness, a we're, we're here to work, you know, and we are going to turn this around. And, and I believe it. But again, I don't. plenty of people believed it when Manny Diaz was the head coach. So I, I guess it's one of those things you have to see it. Um, there's a diff, there's a big booster down here named John Ruiz. And there was there was a, a rendering. The people who built SoFi Stadium out in L.A. Uh, have put together renderings for a possible uh University of Miami football stadium, which is, which is huge. And John Ruiz has got crazy money. He's got that billionaire kind of money. So he, he has been big in the, in the name image and likeness business for the University of Miami. So there's that difference here. I think Miami's on the come again. And I think Cristobal can be the guy to lead the charge, but we've seen this before. Oh, of course we have. I mean, it, it's been, you said it in the Diaz thing. It, it was very similar. Like, Oh, he could be the one, but Cristobal's resume is is pretty good, right? I mean, what he did at FIU. Then I was impressed when he went to Alabama. 
the he took over the offensive mm-hmm. line, and those they just churned out offensive linemen after offensive linemen in great running games. He was the run game coordinator. Like that's what he does, and he's a good recruiter too. So I, I feel like instantly by having him, they're going to be a more competent team. They're going to be in more games. They're going to have a chance. And it seems like people think they have a quarterback. Van Dyke's an interesting player. You've seen him in some mock drafts, first round pick. This part of the reason I'm excited for college football this year, J Rod is. I want to see all these quarterbacks. I mean, people are saying there could be five, six first-round pick quarterbacks in the NFL. You know, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Will Levis over at uh, Kentucky, Anthony Richardson. And then I've seen Tyler Van Dyke's name get bring up, brought up here. He seems like he's got some potential. And I look at the Miami schedule. I mean, where are the, where are the trip-ups? At Texas A&M Week 3, that's a very challenging game. A&M ranked number six. They go to Clemson late in the season. But other than that... There's a bunch of games they sh- probably will win and, and should win. We'll be favored in a lot of games this year. Yeah, they won seven games last year. The number is eight and a half, which is funny. That's also the Dolphins number. I put down two other games that could be trips. I mean, they 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 stay they still play Florida State, and I get it, but the rivalry games are always different, and they, the Florida State game would be here in Miami, and they played North Carolina, and Mac Brown was Manny Diaz's daddy. You know, they could never beat Sam Howell. They could never beat North Carolina. All those guys are gone, but North Carolina comes here this year. So it'll be interesting. I know that those A&M and those Clemson games, that's, you know, that rings at 10-2. and two. But again, if, if they're not careful, all of a sudden you're eight and four. But I think they're and a half is an interesting number. Uh, I I think they'll get to nine. I think I think I think the one of those games, the Florida State game or the North Carolina game, may trip them up. And you never know. There's NC State on the schedule. It's an it's an interesting. The coastal is interesting as usual. Yeah, I like NC State this year. ACC and I mentioned the Big Twelve earlier. They're the most unpredictable. Like I feel pretty good. You know, Ohio State's going to win the Big Ten. Alabama's going to win the SEC. I like Utah in the Pac-12. But you go to the Big 12, you go to the ACC, you can make a lot of cases. I like that NC State team, um, you know, to win the ACC. Yeah. The coach has been there. He did a good job last year. And I, I'm not sure J-Rod Clemson is back. I know they're they're the fourth favorite to win the national title, but something's been different the last couple of years with Clemson. I'm not sure they're ready to go back to where they were for that five- or six-year span. Yeah, Clemson, Clemson's numbers ten and a half. They won ten last year. NC State is eight and a half. They won nine last year. So I think I love that NC State number at eight and a half. I think it's it's a very doable. Clemson at ten and a half. I mean, you think Clemson has eleven wins in them? That's that's that could be a tall order. Well, yeah, especially you know the quarterback situation with DJ at Clemson. Let's just call it for what it is. He wasn't great last year. I mean, he, he wasn't. Yep. People thought he would just pick up right where Trevor Lawrence left off. It's not easy to replace a Trevor Lawrence in college football. I mean, that guy was no. the best player on the field most most games he played, and they didn't have that last year. So the ACC certainly is um, is up in the air. But I'll tell you, just as we had this conversation, I'm rooting for Miami. I'm rooting for Texas. I, I think college football is better when those teams are good. It's just more fun. Yeah, it's exactly right. It's just like it's just like in the NBA. The, the, the league is better when the Celtics and Lakers are winning yep. and MLB when the Dodgers and Yankees and Red Sox. We hate it. Listen, you need dynasties because dynasties create love and they create hate. 
That's that's what dynasties need them. So you need dynasties. The NFL has found a way with parity to sort of avoid that, but still with the Patriots dynasty, it, it helped the NFL because, again, it, you polarize your fan base where you're either rooting for somebody or you're absolutely against them, and they're very necessary evils in sports. That's like we, we, need, we need Alabamas. We need the Clemsons. We need to do those things so we have somebody to cheer for and root against. Yeah, and it just it, it makes it more interesting. Plus, it makes it like I think from the perspective of, of our listeners and people who bet on the games and watch them, it's better when the sport is spread out. Like it, it's been too much SEC, Southeast, like Alabama, LSU, Georgia, and they're great teams. But the sport needs to have te- good teams everywhere, especially on the coast, right? East Coast, West Coast. Mm-hmm. You get Miami in the mix. You get USC in the mix. Like that's. That would be a big deal. And then Texas, like the fact that Texas has been down, it's terrible for college football. We need them. And what's what's amazing to me, and I know we got to go, is, is the Northeast. You know, with New York being the number one media market, college football is pretty much non-existent in, in the Northeast. It's crazy, right? I mean, college basketball is huge up there, but college football right. doesn't exist in the Northeast. It's weird. No, there's. I mean, there's no rooting interest. Uh, you know, I'm in Pennsylvania. People here like Penn State, but you go to New York, New Jersey. The people don't care, but there's no school. Syracuse? No, I mean, yeah, I mean, basketball yeah. a little bit with Syracuse, but people can't yeah. get into it. Now, they'll, they'll watch Miami, though. There's you, I see you. I used to see you, you colors, Texas. I used to see that stuff when those teams were good. Joe G, J-Rod with you on a Monday. On the other side, Lightning Bets, our favorite plays for today. That's coming up next right here on the BetQL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.